going from a size 16, 18, and now, you know, size 10, 12, what's happened for me is a contentment that I just never experienced before. Even when I was down to this weight in the past, I realized that it was all about being thin. It wasn't about being healthy. And so I always thought that I had to have this magic number or that I had to look a certain way or whatever. And that's changed. Like I am so content with where I am right now. And I'd been this weight before, but I'm so much stronger and it stayed off for what, two and a half years or two years or something like that. That's huge. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. And boy, do we have an amazing episode for you today because we are joined by one of our very own Fit Mothers, Karen Dodge. She is 55 years young, and she is an amazing lady. We're talking about someone who started this program, as you're going to hear, alongside of her brother um, after their dad passed away. And they wanted to really make a change and, and start a new trajectory. And as Karen shares in this episode, she had a long-standing battle with her weight. I mean, tracking back to when she was a very young girl, being teased about her weight and, and having lots of times where she would just eat her feelings whenever she was feeling stressed and addicted to sugar. And as Karen talks about, like secret eating, basically just eating her feelings and, and being in this cycle. And Karen was able to finally break three of that with this Fit Mother program, drop over 30 pounds, get strong. But most importantly, three years into this program, she's consistent. She has a lifestyle that fills her up physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. And we, Karen is a, is a very spiritual woman. She has a very strong faith walk in Christ. And so we talk about how this program has also interfaced with her faith and with her life and has led her to just a life of wholeness, of integration, of feeling lighter physically of feeling lighter in her heart and really just now sharing all that with her family, with her community and being such a bright light. So there are many episodes that are powerful on this podcast. This is certainly one of them. So buckle up. You're in for a treat with Fit Mother Karen. Enjoy today's episode. All right, Karen, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Project podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, I am so excited to be here. This is awesome. It's, it really is awesome. It's like a privilege that we get to connect like this from mm -hmm. like an online program. Now we get to have like a, a conversation about this incredible journey you've been on. So yep. to kick things off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the ladies listening, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about work and family. Okay. Um, my name is Karen Dodge. I am 55 years old and I live in North Carolina. I've been married to my husband for 32 years and we have... Um, we have three biological children, and then we have two by marriage as my two oldest. My oldest son and my daughter got married last summer, so I have nice. a wonderful daughter-in-law and son-in-law. Um, and my mama, she lives pretty close by too. So she's lived here for about three years, so she's a big part of our lives. I have been homeschooling for about 20 years, wow. so that's been a pretty significant part of my life. And <laughs> stay-at-home mom, oh yeah. Um, my youngest actually graduates in May and then I'll be done. I'm so excited. Um, but it's been an awesome journey. And um, my husband and I, we have um, participated, volunteered in the youth program at our church for about mm -hmm. 10 years. In fact, 
um, just this past May, we stepped out. And so now my, um, my passion has been mentoring to some of those girls. And I think this whole program has just been incredible because so many of them really deal with a lot of um, body image issues and yeah. um, just sharing my journey with them has just been incredible. And um, anyway, that's been such a joy uh, to be able to, to minister to them in that way. And then next year, I get to take on the, oppor- the ministry of um, being a mentor to mothers of preschoolers. So I'm super excited about that too. So, so cool that me. you're completing this like homeschooling chapter and now you're moving yep. into this like elder wisdom chapter of being yep. able to really like give everything that you've learned. And mm-hmm. I imagine you're in much better shape than you were a few years ago. Oh my gosh. Hands down. You are right about that. <laughs> and that's good because you know you have more, even more energy, capacity, presence to like to really serve. So that's beautiful. Now right. take us back to like, how'd you find the program? How'd you like... Take us back to kind of the origins of bringing you into Fit Mother. Where, how I got into Fit Mother. Yeah. How you found the program, how you got into the program. It was pretty amazing, actually. So my brother and I both really struggled with our weight, like our whole lives. And um, and so it was actually after my dad passed away. Um, he passed away about 15 years ago, and we both really wanted to make a huge, significant change. And he mm-hmm. died of um, a heart attack on the, on the operating table um, during open heart surgery. And it wow. really rocked our world. It was horrible. And your story actually so resonated with me. But, um, but what happened is my, um, my brother, actually, it was in 2019, Thanksgiving, um, he came and he was on fire for this father project. And he, I was like, oh my gosh. And we had both like, such a struggle our whole lives. And so to see him so excited about it, it was like pretty amazing. And so um, he showed me the Apex 10 and I was like, oh my gosh, that's hard. And he was just doing great. And then um, I think it was like January, he called me, we were chatting and he was like, I've lost 30 pounds. And I about fell out. I was like, seriously? And he's like, Karen, you have to check it out. There is a fit mother component of this. And I was like, are you serious? And so I started checking into it and here we are today. Life-changing. That is so cool that you came in from your family. And and I mean, our origins are, are like, uh, certainly what we experienced with our parents at different stages in life, like there's definitely a wake up call for both you and I, I really see you yep. on that front. And so cool that you could do that with your brother. Yes. Like that's, that's a really beautiful thing. Absolutely. Both, yeah. And it's a blessing too, to your parents' memory, you know, I, I would say to, to mm-hmm. be able to do that. Yep. Really changing, you know, just some generational things that had happened, you know, just really breaking some cycles and feels really good. Well, let's talk about that kind of like a nice segue into the idea of mindset. Cause I know for you, this is like a physical transformation, but the underpinnings is that it was like a mental, emotional, spiritual yeah. transformation. So what, what, what was so profound that this program helped you change on the inside, whether it's thinking patterns, emotions, or even deeper spiritual connection, let's talk about the inner stuff. And then, then we'll get to maybe what you do have been doing with routines and the more external stuff. Well, I think to understand that, like, um, I am not a fit mother, like that just needed to lose a few pounds after she had a baby. So my, um, my weight issues were really, um, from childhood. Like I literally remember even like way back, like sixth grade getting teased from my weight. Like it, they didn't call it bullying back then, but 
for all intents and purposes, that's what it was. And when I think back about that, um, when I was reflecting on all this, it just really, I realized that I had such an incredible family, amazing parents, so much fun, but everything revolved around food. Like that was, um, how we handled everything. Um, I remember sitting down after dinner and we would have a huge bowl of ice cream with lots of chocolate syrup, playing games with all the junk. You know what I mean? It was just um, dad making big pancake breakfast and and all of that is fine. It was just our norm. Like that was a constant thing. And both my parents were heavy. And so we weren't as active. And so, um, you know, that was kind of my mindset, like growing up, I really didn't know how to eat healthy And what I learned, you know, what I've come to understand, the huge mindset change was for me was that I had always fueled my feelings, not my body. And so that's probably the biggest mindset change for me is, you know, doing, switching that. That's what Mm -hmm. this program has done for me, for sure. Hands down. Yeah. And that's taken a long time. Like, it was layer after layer for me, like going through the different phases and I would learn something new. And, you know, I, I think I finally came to realize that that's what I had been doing was feeling my feelings. Yeah. I was an emotional eater for sure. I think so many people can relate to that. Yeah. You know, I've certainly had periods in my life, especially when stress comes that like, yep. that was a thing back in, back in time. And then it's interesting. I'd like to hear your thoughts about how like the exercise component has like kind of come in here as a way to maybe like de-stress or to gain more resiliency in the body. Has that been important to you as well? Oh, absolutely. I do have to be honest though. Like the exercise for me, um, I just was never really active. I did go through a period where when I was trying to lose weight in one of my cycles, um, I got a personal trainer and I was pretty strong because of that, but it wasn't something I enjoyed. And Mm -hmm. so um, it was really a chore for me. And, And to be honest, it still is. It's not something that I'm like, woohoo, I get to work out. But um, because I just so recognized that this had to be my journey and that I knew exercise needed to be part of it, um, I really, I took your words, like all the emails, like they're amazing. And I felt like you were like sitting in my room, like watching going, oh, she needs to hear this. And that's what you would type. It was so weird. (laughs) Um, But it was about, you know, you were so great about reminding me that it's about moving. Like I just needed to move. And so then it, so it started out with like, okay, you challenged us to walk for 30 Mm -hmm. minutes. And so I did that. And so that 30 minute thing really stood out to me. And so I have a really busy lifestyle. I know a lot of people do, um, but you know, caring for my mom, like I take her to a lot of appointments. I don't even know when those are going to come up or homeschooling, um, you know, the various ministries. And so for me, it became this 30 minutes so I may not finish the whole workout, but I got my 30 minutes in and it became yeah. this routine. And, and that I'm, I'm telling you, it's the routines, it's the structure that have just transformed me for sure. Yeah. And I would also posit that you kind of come up with some like boxes, like mental boxes, psychological mm. boxes that you feel like you need to check. And like, that's why you feel like you're on track. Like the 30 minute yep. chunk is something that really resonated with you. Like I'm busy, but you can say to yourself, at least I can get this in right, and I can get exactly. it in, in so many different forms, dancing, walking, yep. an apex style workout, whatever. And then that's like a million times better than like zero exercise or exactly. anything, like, right? So it's yeah. consistency. Well, and I had, um, I love the, the Facebook page and um, the group. 
And one of the moms, I wish I could give her credit. Um, and I, I've seen it other times, but she was so great about saying it's about progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. And that really stood with or stayed with me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'd love to hear some stories about any non-scale victories NSVs that you've experienced along the way. Anything with like comments that people have made, clothes fitting better, energy, or any just fun experiences you've had now that your body is more healthy and fit and you're getting to enjoy it. Do you have any of those on top of your mind? Oh gosh, there are so many. Um, I would say like even setting goals, like Mm -hmm. daily goals, like the simple things of like those emails that you'd send out. Um, at the very beginning, we were to write down three things that we're thankful for. And, um, and then I think the biggest thing for me, um, was always looking for the win too. Like that whole horizon thing, like you would always say, it's always, you know, in front of you, but you really need to look back. And so that's been something that I've done a lot. Like I still do that and I'm in phase four now and it's phenomenal to set those goals, check off the little boxes and, and to look for the wins. Um, So that's a huge NSV for me because I was always looking at what I'd done wrong, how I was a failure, how I wasn't going to, you know, do it perfectly. So give up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's huge for me. Um, You know, Going from a size 16, 18, and now, you know, size 10, 12, what's happened for me is a contentment that I just never experienced before. Even when I was down to this weight in the past, I realized that it was all about being thin. It wasn't about being healthy. And so I always thought that I had to have this magic number or that I had to look a certain way or whatever. And that's changed. Like I am so content with where I am right now. And I'd been this weight before, but I'm so much stronger. And it stayed off for what, two and a half years or two years or something like that. That's huge. For me, I was a yo-yo dieter on off, on off, on off. So that's huge for me too. You know, just having energy to play pickleball with my kids even like that's so fun. I, I, I play too, by the way. I love it. It's, it's so, so fun. fun. <laughs> and, um, you know, just being able to have energy. So it's been that's, great. That's beautiful. I want to comment on a couple of things you shared because it's so powerful. Like first off, I think those negative, you, you mentioned focusing on the things you're grateful for and successes. Like that process is retraining our minds to become more positive. And then it shows you that like the negative stuff was just a habit of the mind. It was just a habit that we got into of seeing things in a negative light, looking for the gap or things that were missing instead of things that were filling up. So it's it's amazing and beautiful to me that you, like so many successful fit mothers, use this process of getting the body healthy to simultaneously retrack what, what a healthier, more positive mind is. And then you use this word contentment which I think was a very powerful word, a word of, of like contentment with where you're at physically, but as a byproduct of this lifestyle. And for me, this contentment has a, a spiritual quality to it. It's like you Absolutely. are comfortable in your own skin. You feel peace in your very being. You feel like you're aligned. And I know I'm speaking to someone who like spirituality, God, your church is like a very big, important part of your life. So if you're open to it, I'd love for you to speak into how this journey has kind of gone along with your faith walk and been intertwined or how the two have oh, interplayed. For sure. Because I think that's I think there's a lot of people listening to this who certainly believe different things, but a lot of people will certainly resonate and are Christian and believe the, the same things you to believe. So I'd, I'd love for you to speak into that. Well, I think I'd have to start with, um, you know, I had really cried out to the Lord um, that he would 
helped me to lose weight. I it actually started um, when I was uh, a, a new mom. So what had happened is, you know, that whole unhealthy eating that I had brought, I really brought that those habits into my family. Like I really equated fun with food. And so, and my husband, so thankful for him. He was like, he really helped me to realize that connection. And so he said, we need to not have processed foods and we need to have healthy options for our kids, which was phenomenal. Um, But I still had this thing where like, I would, this is kind of embarrassing to share, but I feel like maybe it will help someone else. So I literally would take like a box mix of like cake mix and I would mix it up and we would like eat it like dessert, like just the mix. And it was just fun. It was a funny thing that we would do. And then my husband's like, we really shouldn't do that. And, and, and he was right. And, but what happened is that I still had this need to stuff my feelings. Like when something bad happened, when I had a bad day with the kids and argue with my husband, um, a friend hurt my feelings, whatever. Um, so what happened to me is I had this secret eating and I will probably cry, but that's what, started this whole journey is I really felt this guilt of the secret eating. I knew it was wrong. I knew it was gluttony. It was a sin. And I really just cried out to the Lord that he would help me with this secret eating. And I would love to share a verse because this was so powerful to me. Um, So it says, this is from Ephesians 5, 8 through 12. It says, for you were once in darkness but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of of the light. Um, And for the fruit of the light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what is disobedient, done it disobediently in the secret, in secret. And so that was probably the first layer that the Lord removed. And so I purposed to, I told my husband, I confessed to him what I was doing. And so I purposed not to eat in secret. Like that was really the first thing that came off. And mm-hmm. um, so if, if somebody wasn't home or even if they were home, like they could be in their bedrooms, I, you know, I could do secret eating. So I had, somebody had to be in the room with me to eat. I had to do that. That's kind of what started. Um, and then you know, as the um, as that came off, then my brother had introduced me to the Fit Mother prog- pro- uh, program, and it was just like this light bulb went off for me. I just really felt like um, it is the truth that will set you free, and you know that's from John, and it was just incredible because I felt like what you were doing is you were teaching me what healthy eating actually needed to look like. It was truth, and it resonated with me, and I felt like I was learning how to do this. And, you know, even, um, there's a scripture. I don't know if I wrote that one down. Yeah. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, whatever it is all for the glory of God. And so all of these scriptures really just penetrated my heart at the same time that I was learning about the program. And I think I thought when I cried out to the Lord, I really felt like it was going to be one of these miracles, like just going to take away the desire to eat. Right. Of course that did not happen. Um, but in his grace, he just really removed layer after layer and um, just really helped me to realize that no discipline is pleasant at the, at the time, but those who are trained by it will reap a harvest of righteousness. And so that's really what it's been. It's been me learning the disciplines of this program, you know, the routines, the structure, 
And it's been so powerful in my life, life-changing. And I'm so thankful. That is um, a very powerful share and, and well, you. and very well said. And what comes to my mind is, is, is like, it's like we're losing weight on our bodies through these practices and disciplines, but also on our hearts. Yes. Like our, our heart gets lighter yes. when we feel like we're living congruently and shining light on those areas where we know we're incongruent. And like, it could be secret eating, other people drink, other people do other things. Like, but like we all, it's almost like, I don't know if everybody, well, certainly not everybody, most of us, and I know it's my experience and certainly your experience have something to overcome that gets us on this higher path of living. And when we do, we feel the freedom of, yeah. of like of that. And it's a beautiful thing. I'm so glad you experienced that. Now, I think it's a nice segue to get into like the practicality of as you were learning like the nutrition side of this Fit Mother program, what did you actually do? Like what became some of your go-to meals, especially with like homeschooling all your kids and doing all this <laughs> stuff? Like what's the plan? How do you feed your family healthy foods? How do you feed yourself? Can you run us through a little bit of like your routine, go-to breakfast, some kind of foods that you like, the snacks, the flow? Like what did you figure out that works for you and your family? Well, I mean, so for me, the um, the perfect plate was just awesome. And so just really making sure that I had healthy vegetables on hand. So that half vegetables and then the quarter of protein, quarter of complex carb. And so really having those on hand. And for me, I didn't do as much food prep, but what I would do, whatever meal I was making for that day, um, I would always double it. And so then I had that for lunch. Nice the next day. So that's been kind of how I handled it because I didn't always have time to do the food prep. Yeah. Um, but I'm always, I've always been like a planner as far as my meals. And so that was already part of my routine. And now it was just putting in the healthy things in my cart. Um, I love the protein shakes and just, the, it was so, um, like an epiphany, I guess. Like you can eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Yeah. Like what yeah. a concept. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be so boring, but it really wasn't. Um, I pretty much have a protein shake every day. And um, and it's funny because the spinach really does not change the taste. It looks weird, yeah. um, but it's yummy. And, yeah. um, and I do have overnight oats occasionally too. Um, lunches, like I said, is kind of like previous meal. Or like if I don't happen to have that, like I have... Well, my one son is still living at home. And so sometimes those leftovers get gobbled up. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm thankful that he likes the healthy stuff. But um, so I might have, you know, a turkey sandwich with the Ezekiel, Ezekiel bread. And, um, or I love wraps. I do a lot with wraps. Mm -hmm. And I buy that um, kale salad mix like mm -hmm. at Costco. And that makes a really quick veggie chicken. Nice. Yeah, I do. I buy the rotisserie chicken from Costco too if I need a mm -hmm. quick protein. Nice. So, Yeah. Those are really good practical tips. And I think the simple idea of just like doubling up your dinner and basically you have kind of mo more or less fresh food the next day for lunch makes yes. so much sense. It's awesome. Yeah. It really has helped me a lot. Yeah. And the shakes, standardizing breakfast, like it, it took me some time to figure out, like it took me many years of like my own routines and reflection and study to figure out how helpful that is. But it's like, yeah, we, we love to have standardized good way to start the day. And I literally do think of it as like a prayer and a blessing. It's like this first meal is a chance to like get all the good stuff in. And no matter what happened yesterday, it's a chance to say today I'm fueling my body with good stuff and I'm starting mm -hmm. off on this new foot. And like, we can be renewed every day through this and that that first meal is an anchor. So I'm Glad you experienced that. What about hydration? I'm sure you're drinking more water on this program than you were in the past. Is that fair oh, to say? Oh, yes. And I don't drink a lot of junk anymore. I drink yeah. a lot of Diet Coke before this program and diet drinks. I didn't drink like regular soda, but definitely diet. 
And so that's been cut out. Um, I do have like iced tea every once in a while, just unsweet tea, but yes. And first thing in the morning, um, my routine has really changed over the course of the three years. Um, um, I don't know if I said that, but I have been on Fit Mother for just under three years. I guess it'll be April will be my third year. But um, so getting up, doing my my workout first. Like I I had to force myself to get on my workout clothes, do my workout. And because I'm doing that, I have my water. I, I literally get my tennis shoes, my AirPods, and I have it in my little workout room and I have that ready to go. So literally I just go across the hallway and do my workout. Nice. And because of that, I have definitely am able to drink my water um, first thing. And throughout the day, I have actually, it's right here with me. It's my big old water bottle. Nice. <laughs> I'm thinking sip my water. <laughs> so that has been great. Yeah, definitely hydrating a whole lot more. Good. All right. I want to ask you about the future. Like, where do you, where do you see yourself as it relates to your health and in what you want to do? And you mentioned this a little bit in the beginning with the starting of this new ministry and, and supporting like moms in the church and stuff like that. Where do you see yourself in five to 10 years with your body, with your family? Well, I really, I mean, I think that I will be a grandma. I hope. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of thinking that. Um, and I want to be able to be active with my grandkids and um, just love on them well. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I feel like I became a lifetime member and um, I would highly recommend that to anybody. I feel like um, these phases have just helped me so much. And so I feel like it's it's a lifetime change. Like I feel like I will be this weight or less um, in five years. I don't yeah. think that I'll ever go back. And, and if I do, I have people in place that are going to hold me accountable. And, you know, I have some awesome fit mother sisters that I love dearly that I know I could reach out to at any time. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, you have the skills to minimize drifts. Like, Oh my gosh, that is so true. Let's talk about that. Right. I mean, cause that's a certain thing. It's like, okay, it's okay. So like all of us at a certain point through life stressors, like drift a little bit, but you know, they're not just like off the rails anymore. They're like, you know how to course correct. So speaking of that. Oh my goodness. So I was this yo-yo dieter, like so annoying. Like I would um, eat my crap food, gain a ton of weight and then go, oh, I can exercise this off, restrict my diet, lose. And then I would feel like I messed up and then I would stuff my face and it was like this vicious cycle because you feel like, okay, I messed up. Why bother? Well, then Dr. A says, you know, you can have a free meal, yep. not a free day, <laughs> not a free week, <laughs> a free meal. And like, so then the very next meal after that, you get a restart. Yeah. And that was like life life changing. I feel like I keep saying that, but it's true. Like it's yeah. such a different mindset. It's not the all or nothing mindset. Yep. And so I have been able, you know, of course you have your free meal and um, and sometimes it's more than that. You know, you make a, a mistake, but then, you know, next meal, the very next meal is your restart. Yep. And that's been huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have so, loved that so much. That's so good. I, I, I totally agree with it. <laughs> what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, and I think it's just so powerful. And I went back to what I said, like, I think breakfast is a blessing. It's like that refresh. It's like, no matter yes. what happened, the free meal, you get to get right back on it. And it's important for us to know that like, it doesn't have to be 
massively extreme. Like we can enjoy good foods. And maybe you've experienced this too, but like the cleaner your system gets when you're eating foods and feeling good, you're well-regulated. Sometimes when you have a free meal, you're like, wow, like that was really good. But was that actually worth it? Like, oh my gosh, my stomach hurts. Or, oh, I look, I feel bloated now. And it helps you like um, create new neuro associations with how certain foods make you feel. And like, I think they become a little less enticing over time. That's not to say you stole them to the free meal, but like, I don't like pizza as much as I used to now because I know how it makes me feel, but I still have it occasionally. Right. No, you are so correct. And it's really funny because my free meal now is so different mm-hmm. than my free meal three years ago. Yeah. Um, like literally we just celebrated my son's birthday and he really wanted um, manicotti for dinner. And I was like, I knew that I did not want that much pasta. So I used my chickpea pasta and I made a, a you know, big old pan for anybody else who wanted to have it too. But um, so I had that. And then I did have a piece of his carrot cake, but I had also made um, a, a gluten-free carrot cake and it had right. um, cashew uh, frosting, like you use cashews instead of the cream yeah. cheese. And um, it was really good. And so mm-hmm. when everybody was having their second piece or whatever, you know, I could have my little treat as well. And, um, and that's just, and so that has become my free meal, like having a little piece of my sugar-free, you know, gluten-free and it's hilarious because yeah. that's the other thing is that, um, sugar has, has obviously been a huge part of my life. And, um, and that was the hardest thing for me to give up. So talk about one of those layers. That's one of the layers that finally came off. And it was actually not until phase three, like, I don't know, the third time I went through it. Like, I don't know how many times I went through phase three, but Amy, actually, I was at a plateau and I could not get under it. And so finally I realized that I was still having these desserts. So they were sugar-free desserts, like and by sugar-free, I don't mean even with artificial sweeteners, but like with, um, you know, maple syrup or honey or something like that. And she was like, you know what, why don't you try giving that up for a month and um, have it for your free meal, but don't have it. Because I literally still was in this habit of needing something sweet after every meal. I mean, not breakfast, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And so that really helped launch me. And, you know, I was able to break that plateau and, and also even more importantly, break that habit. So I don't feel like I have to have dessert after every meal. And Anybody that knows me knows that is significant. That's <laughs> huge. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I know that's significant. As I'm reflecting in my own life. It's like these things that kind of uh, these cravings that enslave us or that like try yes. to at least. Mm-hmm. There's something very important about that. Like beyond just the fact that we end up eating more calories or doing something like it's um, it's something to look at. And I feel like when we get on the other side of having freedom from that by exerting like ourselves on this higher path. Like we get, we, we get a degree of spiritual liberation and like centeredness from that. We're no longer at the effect of everything that arises. And I think peace ends up coming from that too. Not just like there's general peace that comes when we're not reactive all the time to the cravings that pop up and it's a process and there is grace involved in all of this, but it's so cool that you were able to experientially go through this in layers, which you've said yeah. that word so many times. It's like, <laughs> this is three years of layers of building it, on. And like, yeah. that's solidity though. It's not that you just built mm-hmm. a sandcastle like overnight and the wave comes and washes you away. You These are layers right. and that's amazing. Yeah. And and to your point, it's interesting because um, I actually had a verse about that very thing because I didn't want anything to rule over me. And 
Um, and from 1 Corinthians 6, 12 through 13, it says, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. And I just yes. really felt like that was the Lord all throughout this journey has given me these verses to just hold on to. In fact, I have a whiteboard where I will write, you know, one of my verses up there just to really encourage me, whatever piece of my journey I've been on. And it's been huge. I keep saying that too. Sorry. No, it's, well, that, that's, I think that's a real serious <laughs> reflection question. If anyone's still like who, whoever's listening to this right now, what has historically exerted any amount of mastery over you or like what has that thing been and like look at that this week and like can you do something mm -hmm. like karen did and and the answer is yes it's just a matter of understanding why it's so important i think what i'm reflecting on is one of the reasons i think it was so important for you is, is this wasn't just a physical battle this was a spiritual journey this was yes. like this was getting healthy on all these different levels of your being. And I think the more integrated you make the meaning of this journey beyond just the physical body, the more the changes are going to stick. Like I'll tell you my main reasons for being healthy today is like, is spiritual alignment. It's, it's like, it's this integration aspect. It's not how I look, although it's beneficial. Like I, I do, do love looking a certain way, but yeah. Anyway, I'm just plussing on everything you said. It's so, so powerful. And I hope people are really, really getting this. So my next question for you is what's some advice you have for ladies who are starting out? I'm talking like the early phases. Maybe they're secret eaters. Maybe they have a history of yo-yo diets like you do. What would you, what would you counsel them knowing that you can be three years down the line, be very successful, but there's a certain mindset that's really effective in the beginning stage? I, I really feel like being honest with your partner, you know, being honest with your husband, um, of what your secrets are. I think that accountability is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, reading through all the information and being, having grace on yourself and knowing that, <clears throat> that it is a process. It's not a quick fix. And I think having that mindset really helps that it's a lifestyle change. And so I think really having that grace for yourself, like when you mess up, just starting over again and again, obviously get on the Facebook group. Like yeah. I was so intimidated by that. And the people are so nice. Like they are just so great and they are your biggest cheerleaders. So, um, reach out to Amy. She is, um, has been a lifeline for me. You know, if you don't, you just email and they will reply. They're real people and they really care. Um, so that has been so helpful for me too. And I think, you know, really taking the time, I think so often when you get a new program, like you want to just jump in and get the results, mm -hmm. but I would just really caution anybody who's just starting to just take your time to understand the material. And it's a lot to read, but you'll be benefit, you will benefit from it. Yeah. And I think what you, you mentioned too, is like, you've gone through this multiple times. So the idea of rereading, because it's like, when we learn something, we learn the things that stick out to us at our current stage of understanding and what we need most. And then you can continue to go back through and you glean more and you glean more and then you glean and then you practice and then you get results and then it internalizes and then you glean. It's like this it's a learning journey. It's almost like immersion. It's like learning a language. It's like really approaching it with that kind of curiosity, beginner's mindset. And it's wonderful advice. Well, and I think too, is that um, recognizing that it's okay to do a phase again and again, like you, I think that that is, it's part of it. 
And, and I think that is really, really helpful. Nice. Well, this was like an amazing conversation. Like I'm so grateful and humbled that I can be here with you. Your energy is so beautiful. And just to be able to know that this has impacted you and your family so much, and obviously your brother's life, and that we get to have this like connected, deep conversation. Um, it's a privilege to me and it's a privilege to be able to share this with the Fit Mother community. I know there's going to be a lot of ladies who are going to be so benefited from this. And like, I just wish you so much continued success and happiness and fulfillment in your next phase ahead. And I'd love to turn it over to you one more time if there's anything that you'd like to say to any ladies in the Fit Mother community, any shout outs or anything about this program, like the floor is yours, Karen. Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, obviously, I want to thank you just for your genuineness and um, just having the vision for this program. I am just very thankful for you and for your whole team. Amy has just been amazing. Um, yeah. I got to meet her and have coffee with her. And um, I saw the photo. It was so good. Yeah. So that she's just been my biggest cheerleader. And I actually, um, one time I was really struggling and I just put out um, a little blip on the Facebook group that I wondered if anybody would... Um, hold me accountable for 30 days. And so there were two ladies that did that. And one of them, um, Donna Smith, yeah. uh, we are still like tight. In fact, we are hoping she's in Michigan and I'm in North Carolina, but we still, we talk and text each other, hold each other accountable. And we're actually hoping to meet in Michigan so uh, in cool. uh, the summer. So it's just been really, really great. Extra blessings, friendships made through this beautiful journey of mm -hmm. living. You know, it's like, I think it's just like health and fitness church, honestly. It's like this connection <laughs> point. It kind of is. I know it's like, it's like connection on these values of like goodness and right living. And like, we mm -hmm. can all make each other better. And like, you're doing that for our community. Thank you for being such a light and coming on today for this wonderful conversation. Well, thank you so much. It's been a joy. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.